Welcome to episode 101. Today's guest is a former NFL third round draft pick from the Detroit Lions. Travis Swanson, thank you for joining me on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, I'm excited to talk with you. Playing in the SEC, you got acclimated pretty quickly, it seems, after you redshirted your redshirt freshman season. You started at center on the Arkansas offense that broke school records. You had Ryan Mallett at quarterback, Niall Davis running behind you. Why was that team able to be so successful offensively and put it together on that side of the ball? Yeah, we uh, we had some really, really just good football players. Um, and as a and as a just offensive unit in general, we worked very well with each other. And a lot of it was um, a lot of it was that kind of that Petrino system that we were in, and the way that he coaches. And the man is a he's he's a genius in terms of offensive schemes and the reasoning for things and just schematics in general. Um, genius, but you have to have a certain type of mindset from a player standpoint to be able to go out and execute that and thankfully we had you know 11 to 15 or however many guys it was that that were all on the same page and had the same mindset uh, and a lot of that goes back to the way that you know we hold each other accountable the leadership that we had with the older guys in the locker room and just how we worked that was that's kind of what it just came down to yeah and you mentioned playing for coach Petrino at Arkansas in that offensive season what made his scheme so genius and what made it able to work so well in the SEC? Well, a lot of it was, uh, it was a, it was a pro style system, um, which not a lot of people ran or if they did run it, it wasn't this good. Um, and I think back then, like it was, we had to, we had to decipher everything for ourselves. We had to problem solve it was up to us and it was up to the quarterback to get us out of these situations. And they did a good job of, of uh, putting in plays that benefited us to the strengths that we had. Um, and it was just a situation that, you know, they ran it like a pro team and tried to um, while with the scouting that they had and everything. And it was just, uh, it was a, it was a great system to be a part of. And I'm very fortunate to, to have been in that system when I first got to college because you know if I mastered that system then that because I had that I could master any other kind of playbook and any other kind of scheme because we had literally everything in there and I had to learn it from such a young age and that was so complex that anything from there on out even in the NFL was just it was a breeze to me one note from that season that I thought was interesting, and I think it's pretty rare as well, is that the offensive line was able to start every game together. So how did that help you most as a center from your perspective, being with the same guys every game? Yeah, it helps, I mean, at any level, just because you, you have a chemistry that you've got to build with those guys and also the guys who might not necessarily be the starters. Uh, there was one play away from being in there. Um, but anytime you can kind of keep a group together that uh, – is obviously always a positive just because you know not a lot of people know about offensive line player what goes into it or how just detailed it is but the chemistry that you have to build with those guys in that room of guys takes a very long time to get to a successful level and you know injuries happen and if one guy goes down then you got to start to mend that chemistry uh, and kind of catch him up to to where everyone else is well, playing at Arkansas, you had a lot of good memories playing on the offenses that you did there. 
Do you have a favorite memory when you look back on your career playing at Arkansas? Anything that kind of sticks with you? You know, probably the biggest blessing to me was in my last year whenever Sam Pittman and uh, became the O-line coach when Bielema came in, and then Ben Herbert became the strength coach. Um, but, you know, the combination of those two and what they were able to to teach me and the way that Herb developed me is just, I think, a huge reason that I had the success that I had my last year at Arkansas. Even though technically we only won three games, um, it was a massive blessing for those two two guys to walk into my life, as well as Coach Bielema. Coach Bielema was a huge advocate for me and trying to get my name out there. And, uh, you know, thankfully all that paid off. Right, and playing at Arkansas, like you mentioned, you played under Coach Pittman in your final year there. Now he's the head coach. He's done a lot on the offensive line in terms of his career, developed a lot of guys, recruited a lot of really good guys. He's coming off a good stint at the University of Georgia. Now he's the head man at Arkansas. So heading into the 2020 season, how do you feel about that team under Coach Pittman? Oh, I'm excited. I think I think a lot of the Razorback fans are excited too just because, you know, me personally, I obviously know him and I know the kind of coach he is. And I know the standard that he holds himself to and the standard that he – held his offensive line rooms too and now i know that's going to carry over to the staff that he has hired and the team that he's going to run um i'm excited to watch it. i think it's going to be something special he's got to flip around arkansas after a not very good year last year but in terms of his coaching since you've worked with him a good bit what has made him so successful if you had to kind of point to one thing about him one trait He's genuine, and he, uh, you know, a lot of coaches, unfortunately, try to uh, try to cover every, every aspect and every detail of stuff, which is, you know, good to some degree. It can definitely be overdone. And he takes he takes the most complex things and just has a way of talking about it and saying it that simplifies it so much that allows you to play fast. And deep down, the way that you know that he kind of talks to you just makes you know that he he cares about you genuinely. Well, after your time playing at Arkansas, you got picked in the third round of the NFL draft. You went to the Detroit Lions. What was draft day like for you from your perspective? Uh, uh, kind of, I mean, a bunch of different emotions. Had a, you know, nervous, anxious, excited. Um, didn't really know what to expect. Didn't know where I was going to get taken, you know. Um, had a broad range of you know, rounds that people thought I could go in and just kind of this long waiting game. And then, you know, you finally get that call and it's, you get this sort of sense of relief and you can kind of take a breath for a second, but then you realize, okay, now we got to go back to work just because, just because you got the call doesn't mean you made the team. Right. And playing in the NFL, you spent several seasons with the Detroit lions and then a couple of other teams in your time playing in the league, what would you say is your career highlight or your favorite play that you've been a part of? Oh, the Miami Miracle. 100%. 2018. Compliments of uh, Ted Larson throwing that ridiculous block down the field whenever we uh, we beat the Patriots at home. And uh, I think it was December, early December. Then, and that was the last that was my 50th start in the NFL, and that was the last win I ever got in the NFL. So that was that was a good one to go out on. 
Well, from your perspective, can you kind of take me through, you go out onto the field, you're ready to make this play. What's going through your head as it develops and you get to the point where you say, oh man, we might have a shot. Yeah, I mean, you always, you practice that kind of scenario quite a bit, at least once a week. And it's just, at that point, you're just kind of, you're playing street ball out there and you just hope that things kind of align the right way for you. And thankfully they did. And, you know, we had a bunch of guys that, I kind of trusted each other, and I mean, I know I keep saying it, but Ted was the one that that kind of made that whole thing go. If he wasn't down the field and where he was, then then uh, you know we wouldn't have scored and wouldn't have won that game. So that just it kind of goes to show you, just you never know what's going to happen in those kind of situations. Well, now that you've been retired for about a year, what does your life after football look like? Yeah, it's a. Uh, Things have been going good, you know. It's a little girl, just she's 14 months old now, which is crazy to think about. Um, Yeah, wife and I are now back in the northwest Arkansas area. Uh, She grew up in uh, Little Rock area, which is about three hours from here. Now we're we're building a house, a little small town over here, and um, I got into financial planning and wealth management with the guy and the team that has done my stuff going going back to eight nine years um and we're just you know helping athletes out helping a bunch of different types of people out from different backgrounds not just athletes but uh yeah the whole financial planning wealth management has been very rewarding for me just because that is the reason that i had the option to walk away on my own terms was because we were very smart with how we plan things and our spending and didn't do anything out of the ordinary and set us set ourselves up well from a very early on stage and the whole reason i got into this now is to to try to give people uh athletes and non-athletes sort of that same option um and as i've found it very rewarding definitely now we'll head into the rapid fire segment i've got three questions for you first off what are you passionate about outside of the game of football? I'd say my family, um, my family and just kind of helping people in general. Um, you know, that's the, whenever you, I think when people ask me kind of what's at the root of who I am, it is, uh, it's my family hands down. Who is the most talented guy that you ever had to match up against? Oh, Aaron Donald easily. Uh, no question you can't touch them what's in your playlist right now what kind of music do you like to listen to i use all all sorts of kind of music um just kind of depends on what i'm doing you know if i'm if i'm you know if it's like a sunday then it's kind of easy going relaxing kind of music jack johnson type stuff you know i always have always been a fan of country you know even when i didn't really listen to it a whole lot till i got to college and then uh you know working out um, kind of a rock playlist so it's, it's a wide range of stuff right now awesome well travis that's all the questions i had thank you so much for your time yeah no appreciate you thanks for uh, thanks for the opportunity <laughs>